Cameron. Um, when we were in college, we noticed a phenomenon our senior year where every time there was a football game, um, we would just constantly, as we go through that day, hear people yell, it's game day, baby. And then the people that they say that to would respond, woo. Uh-huh. I didn't understand it then. It was it was a lost thing on me. But today, I understand it. Because it's tournament day, baby. Woo! I, I get so excited for these. My kids are asleep, so I'm trying to... Yeah. yeah, I, I understood why you why your woo was not as yeah. as woo. My wife is asleep. I'm the only one awake. Um, it's tournament day. It's season six tournament day. Woo! Do you do you have your sound? Uh, yes, I do. Okay, I was like, did I forget to ask you? Okay, tournament, Good. the tournament song. You know, we've done five with that sound, so you got at least one more in me after this. Um. We, ha- we can't do the tournament alone, though. No, we did it once. We nearly yeah. killed each other. We nearly we nearly tore each other's heads off. So um, with that in mind, Cameron, w- though you have been sick for three weeks on end at this point, uh-huh. would you sing in our guest? Here he is. So it's everybody's, everybody's favorite guest on his third time joining us. We got Hi-Fi Mike, Mike Jasko. So here we go. Cause it's Mike Jasko, Mike Jasko, coming on our show. Boy meets world fever. It's what he's doing. It's good to know I got friends who'll always podcast with me. Cause it's Mike Jasko. Hey. It's been a long time since I've had to do that. I realized you haven't had a guest on at all. I was like, this sounds new. Yeah, yeah. We, we we kept talking about it, but we didn't really have like big episodes to have guests on and we were supposed to have a guest for the um dad death but that they backed out at last minute is this my third time or fourth time is it third time i I think it's your third i don't know anymore i've i've guessed it on three different boy meets world podcasts at this point and this will be this this is it i was trying to get get as many as i could i think that this is it you got it because you were on the terrible Terrible um, TGIF crossover World War II episode. Uh, we like that. I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. You might have been the only one. Damone like definitely did not like I that one. I nothinged that one. I that didn't one, like it. Yeah. Damone hated that one. He did. He was like, why are you, Why am I here? Um, you know, and then you were here when, when Lauren. Yes. Mm-hmm. Lauren Mount Sun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was. They, right. Because that was the one you guys had me come in for. Right. Yes. Yeah. For some reason, I thought there was another one, but there wasn't. Uh, in between that time, I was on another episode of Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. I've been, I was also on Shit 90 Show Taught uh, taught Us. Uh, yeah, Shit 90's podcast. Wrong. I can't. It's such a tongue twister. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but podcasts we love, so. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good friends. Um, they, uh, yeah. When Cameron told me that you wanted to be on the, the tournament, I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, well, actually, de- considering his other two shows, the, yeah, the one show but that's evolved, it's like, how, why right. haven't we had him on a tournament yet? Yeah, I, I was thinking about it. It's like, that makes perfect sense. This is a great way to plug the new show. He's a veritable <laughs> tournament expert. Yeah, that's say. like his whole thing. Yeah, I've done a lot of, at this point, I've probably done hundreds of tournaments between yeah, we, two diff- three different shows. Our, our tournament is a little more slow form than yours, but you know that. Yeah. <laughs> 
just oh. kicked the table. I was about to say, did you just have an earthquake? <laughs> in a way, in a sense. I wasn't expecting. Um, so, Boy Meets World. <laughs> Boy Meets World. We don't talk about that show. Yeah, I, I had, I know I'm a Corey defender. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Corey defender, and I've done it every season of your podcast. I, every podcast I listen to, I always have to defend Corey. Yeah. But, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll tell you now. Going into this tournament, season six is my least favorite season, and I really? probably skip over it the most. Like that. This is the one I I, I will sleep to. I'll be all right if I wake up and it's over. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is this is not a good season. That there was probably the worst of Corey that I couldn't even defend on many parts of, of this season. Yeah, because it's it's really interesting. Um... We're going to jump into some statistics um, because I think that'll be interesting for this discussion. Um, Corey was awful this season. (laughs) Like, you know, you had uh, better than average Corey where he's terrible. You had the Valentine's Day episode where he's terrible. But Corey is also our season MVP. (laughs) Right. That's it was he was either all the way up there or he's all the way down there. Yeah. When. When I was compiling the statistics of who um, was getting MVPs, it was all random people and Corey. Mm-hmm. And then we got to the middle of the season when they gave Sean something to do again. And Sean <laughs> almost caught up to Corey in the last half. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read the MVP statistics. We have Corey with five MVPs, making him the season MVP. Um, Sean with four. And then a five-way tie... For third place with two apiece for Feeney, Allen, Angela, Jack, and Eric. With Topanga getting one MVP, Rhiannon, Topanga's mom getting one MVP, and in the very first episode, Foofy getting an MVP. Well deserved. Good job, Foofy. As you read this list, it starts to occur to me that six and seven are the worst traits of every single character. I don't think I like any of them except for Eric. Yeah, Eric's the <laughs> only likable character between the next two. In the next two, and even even Eric, we found certain times he was kind of unbearable. <laughs> um, he was just like skeezy. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like in seven he's just he really just is goofy, and I'm you get for, that's I'm when you get that. you get the best Eric. You get plays with squirrels. Yeah, that's the the ba- like that is it's a serious episode, but it makes it so like so memorable. And we're not on seven. I know we're on six, but mm-hmm. that's the best, Eric. I was thinking while I was putting this list together, I don't even remember what Sean does in season seven. Oh, no, he doesn't do anything. He's he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I, that I, I'm kind well, of worried about that. So I've I've covered three episodes already. Um, and yeah, I, I, every single episode Sean is just the worst. He's he doesn't even hang out with Corey at all. Like, what? Especially once Corey, you know, Corey and Topanga get married, he it seems like he's the one that pulls back. Oh well, I'll just pour a little out for him right now. <laughs> pour a little out for him. I'm I'm interested to see how the final season will go. Um, uh, interesting note. Uh, this is this is a bookkeeping note, but uh, it might be interesting for a listener. Um, after this episode. Um, I'm going to start compiling the all seasons bracket um, with the the episodes that we have voted have won all our tournaments along with um, along with one extra episode, which 
I'm saving, I'm not telling people what it is, but you can probably guess what the one episode we're bringing back is. Yeah, if you've listened and heard what didn't make the cut. Yeah. Like, oh, this is the one. Yeah, there's, but, there's one episode that's going to come back. Call it a call it the uh, fan the fan entry. Don't call it a comeback, <laughs> man. I really feel like I should know this, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you off air. All right, cool. Because gonna... you'll tell me, and I'm like, oh right. <laughs> but right now, I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah. So, because we need, we're gonna have a true elite eight. Because a bracket of seven just doesn't work. Yeah, that and makes sense. I feel like this episode is so talked about and so iconic that it just it has to be in the oh in the mix. All right, <laughs> I think I know now. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna start compiling that, and that should be fun. Um, we'll leave a spot open for season seven. Um, and in my own arrogance, probably I don't expect the season seven one to win very much. So. <laughs> We could be surprised. It could be the very best episode. It has all the heart, has all the laughs. But I'm not. I'm not predicting it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if the, if a season seven wins our, our tournament, it's gonna be an upset. I mean, I we already know that the season finale is a clip show, so it's gonna be like really emotional. But it's not. I'm sorry. A quick clip show can't win. The clip show can definitely not win. it's it's not even a good clip show like i kind of want to watch it want to watch the episode before and then that one like cut together without any of the clips just (laughs) give me one episode just give me one episode there are only two good episodes of tv that are clip shows and those are the two episodes of community Community that are clip shows because they're not actually clip shows yeah those are the best it's all original content (laughs) so um yeah, we're already we're already gearing up for for the final tournament. So, room room. Um, nuts. Yeah, it's it's crazy. We're almost done. I'm kind of um, sad. <laughs> I'm kind of sad. I, I'm kind of wish you guys could stretch us out because I'm not ready for it to end. Because <laughs> this means the only Boy Meets World podcast that I'll be listening is going to be Pod Meets. Mm. I went from full four. four or five. Well, you've still got close to half a half a year with us. So yeah. Yeah, that. but that's gonna be over way before before we know it. It's true. It, in, pod, in the podcast world, before you know it, it's it's over. And, like, I, and unfortunately, as much as I would love to bash it, Pod Meets World is one of the best celebrity podcasts I've ever. It heard. really is. It's, I I it's really good. Um, they're charming. They're delightful. <laughs> I, I I like Will. I like Ryder. Yeah, I even I I really like Danielle. She's she's doing great. What she's gotten. I've I've grown to like her more, mm-hmm. um, but if I had to rank them, she's still three. Well, I, I definitely thought in the first half of the first season, season she was very like, let's stay on task and let's do mm-hmm. rules about this. But she's loosened up a lot to be like, yeah, oh yeah, let's just talk about it and have fun. It's weird you say that, and it's just it feels like they are they are their characters. It re- it really like I don't I don't know like you can you can one and one them like. It, it, to, yeah yeah like it's it's weird because i guess they grew into the i don't know which came first chicken or the egg i guess they just wrote it around them right yeah because it's got to make more sense uh, yeah they, they definitely embody some characteristics yeah um, definitely so i mean if you're gonna be left with the with, with only one at least it's a good one <laughs> right 
<laughs> Will Will's definitely my favorite. It's he, he's definitely um, Eric. <laughs> he has a lot in common with Eric. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's tournament day. Woo. Woo. Um. Tournament. We're gonna we're gonna get to the tournament here in just a minute. Um. But first, we gotta we got we gotta pour out some mentions. Honorable, dishonorable, and just plain mentions. <laughs> we're um, gonna mention one. We're gonna mention a few honorably <laughs> and a few dishonorably. Yes. Now, though, I do have to make a confession um, to everyone out there. I don't know if anyone would catch this. I might be able to get away with it, but like, I don't want someone in the future to be like, "Hey, wait a second. You will notice that in our tournament bracket, there is one episode that is in the tournament." That scored lower than all the other episodes. Um, the final bracket was going to contain, in an eighth seed, uh, both the episodes um, Road Trip and You're Married, You're Dead, which both scored about a 5.5 from us. Um, but when I was going to put you're married, you're, you're married, You're Dead on the bracket, there was an episode sitting at 5 that I don't know if it was fairly sitting at um and it is can i what is it can i help to cheer you yeah can i help to cheer you the heartbreaking episode with tommy and eric um and i could not justify putting the clavage episode <laughs> in above um the the tom the heartbreaking tommy eric episode That's fair. so just that one half it, of the episode yeah it's just it, i i was looking at it and I was like, man, I know I hated this episode, and I gave it a super low rating because of that. But, it's... like, if you gave me these two episodes right now, I'm not watching Club Clavage. <laughs> if you're telling me right now, I'm not trying to cry, so I'll probably watch Clavage. Like... Well, sure. <laughs> I just mean in, like, overall quality. Um, so I dropped that one to an honorable mention. And out of just the mentions, not even the honorable mentions, just the mentions, I moved up, uh, Can I Help to Cheer You? The first time I have manipulated the bracket in six seasons. Hey, that's not that's not a bad uh, not a bad record. Is, is this the most dramatic season? Um, like, probably. I'd say so. And multiple levels? I mean, you've, it wasn't just one storyline. There's at least two. I'm sure I can find a third. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Third would be uh, Topanga's parents. Yeah. I mean, it definitely had a lot of dramatic episodes. Um, even from the dishonorable mentions, um, both of those, both of the dishonorable mentions, which I'll get out of the way right now, uh, mentioning dishonorably, which means they did not score above a five. And for us not to score above a five is fairly impressive. Uh-huh. Um, good work, you guys. Is My Baby Valentine... And the truth about honesty, and those if are both very dramatic episodes. If you're having trouble at home remembering what exactly happens in my baby Valentine that makes it so bad, Corey hires a stripper for his mom's baby shower. It shows no remorse. Yeah, and he's like, "What's wrong?" Um, and that's that's just it's a bad look, and Corey's just being terrible the whole time. Yeah, and the truth about honesty is just such an awkward. It's so awkward. I don't know why. That um, was the one bad. where. He kept telling her what, what was the, the I know that Corey kept telling her about the kept telling Topanga what was the you know what he's thinking. Yeah, he kept making fun of her hair the whole time and But what what was the, the punchline of that? She what? showed him his butt. Yeah. Her butt. 
I don't feel like there was much of a punchline. I don't remember the moral of the story. I guess the moral of the story is show your butt to your boyfriend to get him to chill out. Yeah, I remember we talked about how, like, in the elevator, they have a really good conversation about, like, intimacy Mm -hmm. and how, like, it has to be shared. Um, But that's really the only redeeming point that 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 episode has. And then it instantly undercuts that with butts. Yeah, with butts. Um, our mention is very ironic to me because it came in with a strict five, as middle of the road as you come, and it is better than average Corey. So we apparently thought it was just average. Um, again, just an episode where Corey is being the worst. Which one yes. was that? That's the artist episode. Yeah, it was. Little... I thought that was that's season six. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's very early season six. Uh. uh Episode four or five. I guess uh, that that makes sense. For some reason, I I imagined it, it was around the same episode that they went to the art before they went. It's to the same set twice. Yeah, so that might be why. But that was this. Uh, damn it! I hated. I hated. Corey. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, Alan Alan is great in that episode. I felt like he had some good points, but I felt like the way that he was trying to say them made it sound terrible. Uh-huh. Now, the biggest surprise for me of this season is actually in the honorable mention because I don't know how it made an honorable mention because it is maybe my most loathed episode of this season, and that is "And in Case I Don't See Ya," which is where Eric is live streaming his apartment. He's live streaming his apartment, and Sean and Corey are getting Gouda for Mister Feeney. Right, right. That's what's going on there. I gave I remember that- the other part. I gave this episode a four. Some for some reason, Cameron gave it a six point five. I, I like that episode. <laughs> I would I would have been up there. I like I like that was the Truman Show episode, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I I that's just very memorable to me. I think Eric's funny, and I I like the the Truman Show reference. I would have yeah. been up there in the sixes or sevens. I I like the Truman Show. Did not like that one. Um, and then the other one is her answer, the second part of the season opener. Um, it's fine. It's pretty good. Um, I hate that they made Gamey the villain. I don't have really anything else to say about it. Why couldn't you have just gone to Yale? <laughs> just gone. To Why Yale. couldn't this episode have just gone to Yale? Um, and then the one, uh, the uh, other honorable mention. We've already talked about it. Um, just missed the tournament because of a last minute audible by the person who made it. You're married, you're dead. Club Clavage. Club Clavage with Gamblin' Dan. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a fine episode. I mean, I don't hate it, for sure. You, you know what would have been better than Gamblin' Dan? What? Harley. Harley. Yeah, of course. A thousand percent. Like, if, if, if they were able to keep him on all these seasons, he would have been perfect at, yes. in that Gamblin' Dan role. Anyone's better than Gamblin' Dan. Think about if we were able to trade ga- Gamblin' Dan's... Uh, gang over there for for harley and joey and frankie like mm-hmm. if we were able to keep them through all the seasons they could have definitely been in that role i mean Easy. in my in my dream show that does happen and also minkus joins their gang <laughs> i like i i like minkus as as a not necessarily in the gang i like him as a adversary to Corey. i think it would have given i, I think the chase between minkus and Corey for topanga would have been fun as they got old it could have been it very much could have been but it's a romantic rival they could have ended up making Corey more of the like not stud but like the i don't know like the the ladies man somehow 
Because you'd have the opposite Minkus nerdiness. Mm-hmm. Smart versus... Because other than that, Corey doesn't have any other talent, so they, ha- they have to do something. <laughs> yeah, he has the, he's the equivalent of celery. <laughs> right. I'm getting that for my kitchen, by the way. I'm, I am gotta get that poster for my kitchen. I'm gonna get that next to the Ron Swanson's uh, breakfast uh, poster. Yes. The yeah. brunette serving bacon and eggs. Yeah, uh, those are gonna go next to each other in my kitchen. I love it. It's a good poster. All right. Those are honorable mentions. Those are our season statistics. Um, I think this season, um, I looked at the last two seasons. Um, I think it had the largest range in our um in our votes. I don't believe we had ever gone below a four um in an episode, like mm-hmm. an, an average. Um my baby Valentine got a 3.25 from us. It looks like Can I Help to Cheer You? Oh, it ended up with a five. But The Truth About Honesty got a 3.125. Oh, yes, yes. It was it was uh, The Truth About Honesty. So um, this is an interesting season because it also had our highest rated episode. A part of that is Tanya. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yes, where she gave it a 12 out of 10. So, uh, so it scored above a 10 on, on the average. Yep, its uh, average was 10.9 375. So it's just a very interesting season. <laughs> some very high highs and some very low lows. Um, and mathematically now, impossible highs. What? Some mathematically impossible highs. Some mathematically <laughs> impossible highs. But now we're going to go ahead and we're going to um, figure out which episode is the best. Um, for those of you joining us for the first time, or uh, have just maybe forgotten how this works because it is a long time. Um, we're going to go through all uh, 16 of the top episodes um, with a time limit of one minute. And this is just positive. We're just going to be positive about the episode. We're going to sing its praises. Um, if we can't sing its praises, we're going to pretend to. <laughs> um, and uh, then at the end of that, we're going to vote. And then the timer goes away after the first round. Um, and we're going to and the boxing gloves come out. Yeah, and the boxing gloves come out, and we're going to discuss the top eight episodes um, and how we're going to discuss the top eight episodes and how they fare against each other. Yeah. Is that a fair description of how it works? I'd say so. So I've got the one minute timer. Um, just because it's sixteen episodes and sixteen episodes at one minute a piece is still sixteen minutes, <laughs> right. so we got a long time. <laughs> we got to do this a little faster. So, um, are we just getting started? Are we jumping in? Yes, we are. Ah, now the tournament has truly started. All right. So, the first is one seed, Santa's Little Helper, against eight seed, Road Trip. Who wants what? Uh, you guys can go for it. Like, you guys. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and take Road Trip. Okay, I guess I'll do Santa's Little Helpers. Um, All right, and start. Santa's Little Helpers is great. It's an absolutely wonderful episode. Completely caught, I think, both of us by surprise. Um, but it just has a lot of heart. I feel like the story that it's telling overall um, is just really good. We see Eric just having a really wonderful moment. We get the introduction of Tommy. Um, the Sean and Angela, like, will they get back together? Won't they? Um, it's just really good. Um, overall, just start to finish, really great episode. All right, 31 seconds, not bad. Hey, yeah, just trimming that time. Um, all right. Um, apparently forgotten how my timer works. It's gonna be fine. All right. Technology man. Uh road trip. Um 
I mean, it's got some good points. I love a good Sean and Corey adventure. Um, I really like the diner owner. Um, Sadie's no longer with us. Um, but everything else in this episode is dwarfed by the greatest part of this episode and the greatest part of the season. Nobody's angel. That's right. Nobody's <laughs> angel takes a starring role in this episode. Um, as Thank goodness, Sean deals with, with grief by watching a girl group. Um, and then them having a touching conversation with their father in Sean's trailer. Actually, the more I'm talking about it, the more I'm thinking, were they trying to backdoor pilot this into a show? I have no Probably. idea. Um, I'd watch it. But yeah, nobody's angel. Sean and Corey antics. Gotta love it. So um, we must vote. Now we must choose. Well, goodbye, road trip. <laughs> um, I vote for uh, Santa's Love. I also do. I'm giving road trip the sympathy vote. <laughs> okay. <laughs> be, be honest, I like I like like the funnier episode. So it's yeah. true. I I, I prefer the comedy. I often do too. But something about Santa's little helpers, I feel like it just hit right. I was looking at the next um, matchup, and I was like, I do not remember what friendly persuasion even is, but I remember this is actually an interesting matchup. Uh, I remember hogs and kisses. I I could take hogs and all right. The chance do you want to do friendly persuasion? Sure. All right. Uh, Mike, go ahead. Oh, wait. You have to play your sound because we picked a winner. Who's oh. the winner? There you go. Santa's little helper. That's you won. <laughs> All right. And Mike, go ahead and start now. All right. So, I mean, Hogs and Kisses, it has great Corey moments. Um, it has underpants. Uh, it's got Corey ripping his shirt off. I use that when when I, I like a bunch of years ago. I used that as my t- in my Tinder profile. The the Topanga. Um, <laughs> I'm. I think it's just it's just all around a, one of the funnier episodes of the season. That's it. Oh. That's all I got. All right. Um, it's interesting. These two are interestingly uh, matched up. Um, all right. Uh, friendly persuasion. Um, I like that it deals with the ramifications of a decision in a previous episode. Um, this being uh, Sean and Angela's decision to break up. And I like that it deals with that. And it also like doesn't pretend that um, Corey and Angela have been more to each other than they have been. <laughs> like It's not like, oh yeah, remember all those times we did all those things? It's like, no. Um, and, and for the realism alone, I, I really like it. And um, well, I don't maybe love the way that it gets there, um, I think the ending is very sweet. All right. Well uh, two, said, both of you. Two uh, very Angela Corey heavy episodes up against each other. I didn't even mean mm-hmm. to do that. Huh. I think my vote's swinging towards Hogs and Kisses. Because also, isn't this where we meet little Corey? We see that little Corey's all right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, no, that's season five because Jack and Sean are living together. Right. That's right. Why is there a hog? What's the because hog has to do with the, anything? I think it's from the underpants. Yeah. <laughs> and and the, the cowbell, for, or I know it's a cowbell and a mooing, that's, that's but not a hog. But that's they're making like barnyard sounds in Corey's room. I'm looking it up because I seriously can't remember. I, you can't remember what the episode is? I can't remember why it's called Hogs and Kisses. There's a reason. I, I, I know why it's called Kisses, but why is it called Hogs? I think it's because hugs is a farm thing that rhymes with hugs. Well, I get and, that. And I understand I, Mike's point of the yeah, yeah. you know, the penis stuff at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's 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 where 
That's the only thing I can think of. Oh, I see. Because that's also where Eric and Jack are pretending to have really good manners and not be just like pigs. Uh, with their general. Uh, that's where you have a food fight in that one. Yeah. That's the food fight episode. Oh. So Hogs and Kisses gets my vote. <laughs> okay. Is that, uh, yeah. I'm going with Hogs and Kisses. Yeah, Hogs and Kisses as well. It's it's just funnier and doesn't include any Stockholm Syndrome. The, this, I, I, as we're already talking about it, the season has a lot of really good bits. There's a lot of good bits, mm-hmm. but uh-huh. not overall episodes almost. Yeah. Yeah, and I... Um, Friendly Persuasion is also the episode, I believe, I could be wrong, where Eric, um, Rachel, and Jack are in finals. I think um, that's way too early. Or midterms, maybe. But I actually I, ended up hating that because it didn't give Eric the win. You ended up hating that. I still think the whole thing is funny. That's what I said. I said I ended up hating it. Yeah. The fandom wiki is really coming in handy right now. <laughs> as, it, as it always does. I didn't even think about that. I, I just was up on I. <laughs> no, that's when they're in. Mr. Feeney joins them in class. Oh, that's is that Feeney. when they're. It's very early. Okay. I like that one too. Yeah, we're Feeney. transition this episode from retired to. Mm-hmm. Or this season. Is it this season or mm-hmm. last season? That's when this season. He, when did he. Yeah, he retired this season. Last, yeah. Well, retired. Because the yeah, episode, the episode right six. after this, he's already leading a class trip um, to the. I guess that's what happens when there's a crush on you. Right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, hugs and kisses, you move on. Welcome, hugs and kisses. I'm sorry, my phone is almost dead. <laughs> okay. Best. Keep turning it Come off. Okay. Trying to conserve the battery. I think as much as playing that sound is part of our tournaments, a moment when you give up and stop playing it is also part of our tournament. It's like <laughs> yeah, the earliest it's ever come. Two, two times in. It's already the second round in. He's like, all right. It's too much, guys. Um, I'm going to pick Cutting the Cord. Mm-hmm. Okay. And who, do you want Poetic uh, License or do you want the next one be true? Uh, I'll do the next one be true because I don't remember which. I, I know. I can't think of anything about this episode. Okay. I got it. All right, Cameron. Uh-huh. You are up. I'm completely blanking. Stop. Oh, okay, I'm stopping. Oh, I remember. This is the episode that brings okay. us the wonderful mm-hmm. moment of Corey and Topanga singing War. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that alone, I mean, that should just push it right up there. Um, we also have really good Alan, where Alan is feeling, he's like, in, well, good and bad. It's very obvious that he's in a midlife crisis. Um but then he sort of gets his act together by the end. Um, yeah, I, I just really, it's the continuation of the Sean and Angela being broken up story. But we're kind of seeing that Sean's not okay with it. Um, we've already seen that Angela's not okay with it. Um, it's just a really, yeah, it's really good. Um, very funny. Uh, and yeah. And Corey sings war. And it's really just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. I'll do um, poetic license. Um, an ode to Henry Kissinger. Holden Caulfield. Yeah. Holden Caulfield, you're right. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just wrote HC. <laughs> Not like anyone gets. Kissinger starts with the K, Chance. No one knows that, Cameron. Zero people know that. Uh, at least one person. You looked it up. Um, all right, I'm starting. It's, it starts with the K or it'd be Sissinger. I, uh, <laughs> I feel like th- this episode... Um, is very iconic for being a sixth seed. Um, 
It's the episode where Topanga finds out that Sean still loves Angela. Um, and I just, I think it's really, um, really iconic. Uh, I think this one would have ranked higher had it not included the subplot of uh, Eric's foolproof study system um, that he doesn't, that he doesn't uh, quite vibe with um, and doesn't get the win. Um, and thus Cameron hated it. Um, but I like this episode a lot. Um, one of the poems is really good. I don't remember which one. And uh, I like Sean in it and I like the penguin in it. And there you have it. All right. Huh. Which one, which one, which one? I don't want to vote first. All right. It's cutting the cord. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, this is a kind of a toss up between um, like, moody sean which i really like but also like well i guess he's moody in both because the other thing i like is sean on the date being miserable and Corey saying you used to be so good at it you used to be the king the king (laughs) (laughs) and then when angela walks in and he perks up and just whips his date over love that moment Uh um that's only two scenes uh yeah i feel like it's got to be cutting the cord it's just a little more memorable. That's where I was leaning as well. I do like poetic Sean. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he finally sets a boundary with Corey in this episode. I mean, it's important. Uh-huh. It took him six years, but he finally did it. But we're not going to reward that by moving it on because we're going to move cutting the cord. No, that is, that is the boundary, isn't it? No, no. In poetic license, he tells off Corey. For... Oh, he tells Corey off, yes. He's tried, that. He's tried to tell Corey. Remember when, <laughs> when Purse Girl... When it was still Angela, but that's he didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, but that that doesn't last. <laughs> no, no, it never seems to last. I don't know. He never pressures him into poetry again. Oh, I guess that's true. That we see. All right, so now we are on to four seed. Be true, and hold on. The psychotic. Oh. <laughs> Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Be true and the psychotic episode. Cameron, would you like the psychotic episode or would sure, you like... I'll take the psychotic episode because Mike oh, asks for be true. Yeah. This is a toughie. These two are good. Both of these are good episodes. All right. Uh, Mike, you're up. Tell me when you're right. ready. I'm ready. Go. So be true is great because this is where I mean the with Feeney and the Dean, they kind of make it a thing thing. Um also we're kind of back to the Philly shenanigans. Uh, with Corey and Sean. And, I mean, that's classic. Uh, also, I didn't know this, but Mickey Dolan's directed this episode. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. I don't remember much of what Eric was doing, but I'm sure... I don't remember his role. I think he was just facilitating it, right? He was um, trying to get the other boys to get in there to break them up. Sean and Corey getting back to their ways is the, be- the best thing. Mm-hmm. And then and then Feeney with, uh, killing the, the bee. And then crying afterward. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Cameron, the psychotic episode. All right. Well, the psychotic episode is great because, one, it is very funny. And especially some of Corey's descriptions of the various ways that he murders Sean in his dreams. Like Mary Poppinsing someone. Um, but also, I think we rarely in the show ever see Corey's doubts about his relationship with Topanga. And this is an episode where that really gets a chance to come to the forefront. Um, it's very interesting. And the, show, the episode even kind of ends on this unresolved note. Um, 
that could have been interesting, but I'm not going to editorialize anywhere beyond that because we're staying positive. Um, but I just I think that's a very interesting kind of thing that the show doesn't do a lot. All right. Those are both very good. Um, this is a really hard one for me. I agree. Um, the whole um, – I love the whole Godfather thing mm-hmm. that happens at the bake sale. But with that said, I think the psychotic episode is funnier and I think more meaningful. I think I'm going with the psychotic episode. Hmm. I Both of these are very – like I th- when I think of Boy Meets World, these two definitely come up a lot. Uh, they're both iconic, if you ask me. Um, I'm also I'm gonna tie it up. I'm gonna go with Be True. Oh no! It's all on you, Cameron. It's all it on is. you. Um, I love the Godfathers at the bake sale table. Mm-hmm. I think comedically, it's one of the best scenes of the season. Yeah, it's probably very, up there for the show. very well done. You can tell that the actors are having a good time. Um, so we learned that Sean no longer has his magic trailer. I think that's <laughs> important. Um, but I feel like the the things that are happening in the psychotic episode just like mean more. Well, I say that because ultimately they don't end up meaning more. <laughs> we get into State of the Unions, it's, it doesn't matter anymore after like the first two minutes. But is that this episode's fault? Yeah, that's not this episode's fault. Um, and again, Mary Poppinsing, like there's there's funny things in here too, but it just feels more substantial. What else is happening in this episode? Is, What's Derek up to? Is, is there a B plot? Oh, it's the one where um, he gets the roommate that has the dead parrot. Ah, yes, yeah, that's great it. too. That is good. That is. I'm going. I'm leaning psychotic episode. I'm not. Mad I'm going to vote psychotic episode. All right, psychotic episode, the first upset of the tournament. I mean, I don't know how much a five seed beat a four seed is a upset, but you know, a true Cinderella story. Guys, we're doing this tournament in March. I just realized. March Madness. <laughs> wow, we're doing we're it. We're so sporty. I think uh, my guy is sports. What happened? I, th- I think you do like sports. I, I like football. I like the NFL. I like the Buffalo Bills more specifically, but that and wrestling out I I also like hockey. I like but hockey. I don't watch it much anymore. Uh and basketball, but I don't watch that much anymore. I I like hockey. Um I have watched almost none of it in the last four yeah. or five years. That's I haven't watched it in a very long I watched a little bit of it, but I haven't watched it. I did watch the Stanley Cup uh, that the Vegas Knights won. When the Buffalo Sabres decide they want to be good again, then I'll I'll watch. But until then, I'm, I'm going to hold on. Are you, are you from Buffalo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Originally from Buffalo. I live in Ohio right now, but originally from Buffalo. My wife is just in Ohio. Nice. Yeah, it sucks here. <laughs> <laughs> my kids joke about My students joke about Ohio all the time. Oh, you don't want to know something funny? My uh-huh. sister moved, moved to Oklahoma City. Oh, I, we live in Oklahoma City. Yeah, yeah. So she just she just moved there. Like her her husband her fiance just moved there, and they're following in a couple months. But uh-huh. yeah, it's it's crazy because I, I was just there over the last summer uh, for a wedding. So yeah. it's just like the more more has happened in my life to do with Oklahoma City ever in the last like two years than I even knew it was a place. So it's it's nuts. It's just, I, I don't know why. I live at one of those addresses that, depending on who you ask, is either in Moore, Oklahoma, which is right south of Oklahoma City, or Oklahoma City. Yeah, yeah like it's... it's considered different by like different like 
groups. Yeah, right. Oklahoma City is this this giant, almost like a black hole. It really is to consume everything around it. Yeah, uh, that's how Buffalo is. It, but it's not a black hole; it's just snow. Well, that's <laughs> a white hole. I guess. It's a white hole. Yeah, it's not bad here. I can I can tell your sister some cool things to do. Yeah. Yeah, she they were in Brick they went to a visit. My mom went with them, they went to Bricktown and stuff like that. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, I we went there when we were there too. It it's pretty nice, pretty fun. I, I worked very close to Bricktown. Did you go nice. to the secret speak did you go to the secret speakeasy in Bricktown? No, I did not. I'm How sure they I'll end up there, Chance. Yeah, it's speakeasy. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I know where the secret speakeasy is. I mean anyone who Googles it can find out, but that's good. They go to a speakeasy dressed up for like a, a 30s cop or like a 20s cop. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I let you yeah. That'd be funny. Did do the boat hey, tour Papa. thing though. The boat tour was pretty nice. You know, I think it's probably because we've lived here. I don't think either of us have ever done Really? Yeah. I, uh, I remember when Bricktown first sort of became more of a thing. And so we went. Oh, okay. It was yeah, like for you. a long time, downtown Oklahoma City was, it was literally a black hole of just yeah. destruction. And it's finally. Yeah, very were, late 90s, early 2000s started to turn itself around. They tell you all about that. They give you the entire history of of the the water the water there and everything, like the whole Bricktown thing. It's it's pretty neat. Uh, I won't do it again if I go, but it was it was good oh. for one time. Yeah, yeah. Well, City has a weird history, so I can imagine right. something like that being interesting. I read a whole book yeah. about it. It was pretty fascinating. <laughs> you did. Um, but yeah. That's uh, our Oklahoma City corner. Um, <laughs> I'm going to play my sound now. For some reason, I was expecting him to play Garth Brooks. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got friends in <laughs> places. I'm All right. Now we have a very interesting matchup. Um, yeah, we do, actually. Uh, we'll have a good time. I'm going to go get my tissues. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> sad versus sad. I didn't even realize it was just this moment. So uh, sad. Which is the one seed. And then the one that missed the tournament, but we put in anyway. Uh, can I help to cheer you? Uh, I'll take we'll have a good time then. Okay. Cameron, you want this one or you want one of the next ones? I'll take one of the next ones. Okay. I'll have... Uh, can I help to cheer you? Which I feel like I'm a terrible choice for, but okay. <laughs> you can only speak positively. I'm, yeah, I probably jumped for this way too quick, but we'll see. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm ready when you are. Um, yeah, I guess I, got, I need my timer. Didn't timer Oklahoma City talk. Right, and go. Uh, so this is the one where Chet comes back and he has a full like heel to face turn because he has a heart attack. Um, so his heart put him over. And he, you know, you see Chet look like he's going to try, but then he, he doesn't, he decides to go back on his ways, but then he doesn't have a choice. Um, and I think you get a lot of good Sean um, and, and Jack interaction. They're, it's not good between them, but it's good to see them interacting and mm-hmm. seeing each other exist. That's, that's what I got. It's very sad. It's very sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Um, okay. Uh, can I help to cheer you? Um, has some of the best moments in the show. It really does. The Tommy and Eric stuff is sweet and it's heartbreaking. It brought, it literally brought my wife to tears. Um, it gives you a lot to think about and there's funny in it. There really is. Um, Stan, Stan, the plumber man is funny. Um, even I have to take him in a vacuum to think he's funny, but you know, he's funny. 
Um, Eric pulling his shirt out of his fly while impossible, <laughs> no matter how I consider it, is very funny. Um, but man, hmm. uh, I don't know that an episode has ever hit me quite in the feels like this one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I, I feel like I go first every time. I'll go first. Because uh, I went last last time and I got stuck. Or maybe it was the time before. I can't remember. Um, I think I'm leaning towards we'll have a good time then. Just because I think it's more of a total package in a way that can I help to cheer you? I don't think quite is. So that's my vote. Okay, I can go next if you'd like. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go with can I help cheer? Uh, help to cheer you? Um, I think the 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 Stan Stan the plumber man stuff is great. I think it has a good balance of funny and serious. Um, we see a lot with Corey and. Also, Sean has some great lines. Uh, I'm going to go with Can I Help che- uh, to Cheer You. Okay. Um, I had a feeling we'd come here. Um, I think the the tonal whiplash of Can I Help to Cheer You, like the utter nonsense silliness of one storyline combined with like the heartbreaking reality of another, like it isn't integrated in a way for me to enjoy it. Um if I take both in a vacuum, you've got one of the best episodes, maybe of the show, and one of the most okay-ish. Because um, I do think if you take the wedding stuff in a vacuum, like you said, like Sean's like, ooh, yeah, <laughs> when, when he's like, you just saw the bride, is very funny. Um, that being said, and again, it's kind of bad that I'm the tiebreaker of this episode. I have been through a cycle of like abuse and abandonment relationship in my life um, with per- parents specifically. Um, and whoever wrote Sean in this episode does it so real. Like they do it so well. Um, like I can, it, it puts me in a place in my life that I don't really want to be, <laughs> but it does it so well that like, I just think it's good. Um, I think the, you know, the whole wanting Chet to change even though he never will thing, I think that's supposed to be there. And I think the end lands really well. Um, so I think I'm going to have to go we'll have a good time then. Who wrote that up? I'm trying to find out. Yeah, I would... Um, it write, Gary Miller. I don't know who that is. But but uh, David Kendall directed. And we're finding more and more from Pod Meets World who writes what for who. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, yeah. I think they at that point they definitely had whoever was writing for Sean uh, definitely had him pegged. Yeah, and it, this episode and the episode um, the the dog I'm a lost dog episode from season two they're both so so like real to the experience of someone who's like gone through that those things. Yeah, and they um, so I think that guy that's like the voice of Sean must have been involved in both it, of them. Was it the 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 one who recently passed away. Who I have to go back and listen to Podme's World figure. I don't remember think that what he said. Yeah, it looks like he directed the episode Home, which is the one you were talking about. Chance. He also directed <laughs> I Love You, Donna Karen, which is another Ooh, good, good show. One. Uh, he also did it in case I don't see ya and better than the average Corey. So you know, not batting a thousand. Those don't feature Sean seriously. Right in baseball, you can't bat a thousand. 300's good, right? Yeah. If you do right. 300, like you're you're looking you're sitting pretty. We'll move on. Um we'll have a good time then. All right. Now we get 
thank you. All right, now we've got the uh, two seed. Um, both of these are really iconic episodes. You've yeah. got the two seed, Everybody Loves Stuart, and the seven seed, the season opener, His Answer. I've been on the last few, so it's... I'll do Everybody Loves Stuart. I'll do His Answer. Everybody loves Everybody right. Loves Stuart. They just do. I get All right, Cameron. I was already starting. Go. Okay, I'll Go. try again. Everybody loves Everybody Loves Stuart. Um, it's, I mean, I remember going into this one thinking, oh, this one's going to be like painful to watch just based on the, like what it's dealing with of like sexual harassment and, um, just a male authority figure using his power to try to make a move as they say in the show on a, on a female student and just being like, oh, this is, I don't know if they're going to handle this very well, but I feel like it, they really did. It feels like a very like well put together episode I'm extremely iconic. Um, Eric being Jonathan Cumberland for the defense um, is really great also. Um, and it's just kind of this moment of uh, growing up for everyone where they're like, oh, I guess I guess we grew up. Mm-hmm. All right. And then I'll take his answer. Um, his answer is a good episode. It's not a great episode. Um, and I only say that because it works really in tandem with her answer. A lot is set up in his, um, his answer that gets paid off. Um, I do love Foofy and the Judge. Um, I think they're very funny. Um, I think the conversations had in this episode are really good. Um, the conversations that Corey and Topanga have. Um, one of my favorite moments. Um, I guess that's actually in the next episode. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say something, but never mind. Um, but yeah, this is just the episode where everyone is giving... Um, Corey and Topanga advice on what they should do um, and the conflicting advice and like the nature of that conflict, um, I think is really good. Um, I was going to say the whole, like, how long are you going to be mad at me? 10 more minutes. And just that, I love that moment of like, sometimes you just got to let someone be mad at you for a little bit. I like that. Well, yeah, that's not that's this <laughs> it's at the very beginning of the next episode. Um, I think this one's everybody loves Stuart easily for me. Me too, actually. Yeah. Not even a sympathy vote, Mike? No. <laughs> I thought about it because I thought about it. I It's a good episode. And it, it, it's kind mm-hmm. of a shame that it's a good episode because Fred Savage is kind of... <laughs> yeah. It's true. It Yeah. It, that, and it's, <laughs> that sucks so much because I used to love Fred Savage. I used to love both Brent, Ben and Fred not realize, realizing they were brothers, watching both Boy Meets World and Wonder Years while growing up. <laughs> I did too. Yeah, I was right there with you. Yeah. Although, I always was annoyed. Uh, what's his name in Wonder Years? Now I'm blanking on it. Okay, uh, the Which one? Are you talking about? Uh, Fred. Kevin. 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 Um, I got to I gotta look this up real quick. Kevin Arnold. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, I actually always found Kevin Arnold a little no- annoying, but I liked Fred Savage. So. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, same thing with, Cor- with, with Corey, though. So I think it's yeah. just they play annoying characters. Uh, but they're good at it. Yeah, and I also had a huge Winnie Cooper was like my first. Oh yeah, show. yeah, yeah. So that's funny. Funny you say that. So on on well, what was debatable now? Not a real court. Um, it was a whole thing where we had Winnie and Topanga in a tournament, and Travis got mad at me and Keith for talking about Winnie. Um, because I honestly prefer Winnie over Topanga <laughs> when it comes down to it. Uh, Topanga is a close number two, but. I mean, it, mostly because I think that that she aged better um, now 
in real life too. So like, well, I, she's like, I got a PhD. Danica, house, right? Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's she's in uh, How I Met Your Mother. Uh, uh, now it's been what almost or fifteen years. Sorry for swearing so much. Uh, fifteen years or something like that. I feel like How I Met Your Mother was on forever ago. Who was she in that show? Oh, she, she was. was on twice. Yeah, she was on there twice. She was, she was a Ted love interest. I didn't yes. realize. Yeah, yeah. So she the the pineapple incident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. we oh, never okay. found yeah. out anything about it, and then it was the one that he rode the bicycle, the tricycle with. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. It's been a while since I watched that one, but you're both wrong because Amy Jo Johnson, the Pink Power Ranger. No, oh, she's number best. three. She's definitely <laughs> yeah. number three. No, she's number one. I think with kids these days, like legitimately, well, maybe kids like ten years ago, like five years, five ten years after. Um. I think Lola Bunny is like majorly in the conversation for yeah. that. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Uh, another, another one, another, another crush. Now I'm gonna count these all as one. Um, right after all those, those three, the Sanderson sisters. That that <laughs> did that that definitely did something to me. Oh, I didn't see that movie <laughs> in college. So yeah, yeah. As a kid, that definitely. Uh, yeah, <laughs> my hot take to invalidate me as a human being. I like the second uh, Hocus Pocus more than the first. I don't know. I don't like it more than the first. I don't hate it, but I think it could have been better. They <laughs> definitely uh, look they're the, All they had to, all they had to do to make it better was to bring back Binks. That's all they had to do. They could easily bring him back. I don't know. It, 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 you make him come back. He, he was a ghost. He comes back, back to earth because the Sanderson sisters are back and he's there. It's not hard. There was a cat there and everything. That's it. That's the only complaint I have. Okay. It should come as a surprise to no one. I haven't seen it. The second one. I've seen the first one. I don't uh, remember the first one well enough, but I've just I've never enjoyed it. So uh, I will probably not watch the second one more than once this year for Halloween. As a, it, but I will watch the the second um, Christmas Story movie more than once this Christmas. So if I had to rate those two, that was a better sequel. That one held up better. That one. That one's well. Original. The original Christmas story is just so good. I love it. It's like what? iconic. It's my girlfriend's. She hates it, but I love it. <laughs> what? No. No. Christmas story is great, you don't get, man. You don't get to have an opinion on this. My favorite thing is just, is to have Christmas story on in the morning, really throughout the day. But at this point in the morning, when my kid has opened her presents, it's great. Yeah, it's I, wonderful when you don't watch it. No, I but I also watch it. It's on all the time. Like that's one I watch it all the time. Christmas, Christmas time is that Scrooge and Elf. Those those three play the most in my house. I haven't seen Scrooge. The other two I hate. Anyway, you hate Elf. How do you hate Elf? Uh, We'll talk about it. All right. When when in December we're gonna have a talk about this because you're gonna come on not a real court because that's coming up. Uh, me versus you against Elf. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm gonna file. I'm gonna file an injunction. I'm gonna get you to court. We're gonna send you a subpoena, and you're you're gonna have to show up. I'll take it. I'll take it. I will. Part. I will bash Elf and Christmas Story all day long. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see you in December. I have zero sure. nostalgia for either. I'm it'll probably be November to remember. It'll probably be early December or November because I think we we usually have our break around then. But we'll we'll get we'll do this in court, not a real court. Okay, okay. But right now we need to continue with this tournament. So third seed, State of the Unions, the season finale. 
versus the end of the Joshua saga, Resurrected. The Resurrected or Resurrection? Resurrection. Resurrection. That sounds like it, like a metal band. Either one could be. Christian metal band. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who wants what? I uh, will take either of these. Uh, let me see what state. I think I've done the last two. Yeah. Let me see what State of the Unions is real quick. Um, That's the finale. I don't remember the finale. Which was, you guys just talked about it. Mm-hmm. Topanga's parents. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, I gotta find something nice to say about it. I'll take that one, but... Okay, I'll take Resurrect. You, you go... F- I know it's backwards, but you gotta go first, because I need to find something good. <laughs> okay. Okay, fair enough. Um, Resurrection has one giant bright spot, and that is Alan Amy Matthews. Um, it is an incredibly hard time in their life, and the episode does not... Um, does not at all mask that at all. Um, they're having a rough time. Um, but that scene where Alan is like bonding or has bonded with everyone in the uh, NICU um, is just the, one of the best episodes or one of the best scenes in Boy Meets World. Like like a top 10 scene in Boy Meets World um, is Alan with everyone in the NICU. Um, I'm not going to talk about Corey and Topanga in this episode, um, but... Eric starting his master plan to break up Jack and Rachel, also good, with Tommy. And Tommy's always a delight. All right. Mike's got State of the Union. All right. I'm going to do my best here. Don't be surprised if we're under 30 seconds. Um, I'm ready when you are. Go. Good? All right. So this is the episode Feeney and Dean Bolander announced that they're going to get married. Um, and they get married in mm-hmm. that episode in, in a very nice house. Uh uh, Sean and Eric um, have their first talk ever. They believe it's their first talk ever. And it's also where uh, Eric basically gets Jack to basically slip up and, and say that it was a competition. Um, and I guess his master plan works. So seeing Eric get away with things is great. Also, Jeff McCracken wrote, uh, it was director. And I like when he directs. That's mm-hmm. it. That's where I'm at. Uh, it's funny, I didn't even realize this, but this is the beginning and end of Eric's master plan up against yeah. it. Yeah. Um, didn't circle even, of life. Didn't even mean to. Um, but yeah, who wants to vote first? Um, Me, State of the Unions. Ahead. State of the Unions, okay. I, I thought you may have had an emotional tie to this one. I wasn't sure where you were I going. really do have an emotional tie to Resurrection, as I've talked about like having lived kind of what Amy and Alan are going through. But... The Corey Topanga stuff is just not good. <laughs> yeah, this is the one where she misunderstands what she did in Corey's alternative friends. I was helping with their side. No, this presentation, you were both putting it on. Mm-hmm. You're not the one in the wrong here, Topanga. You're <laughs> not the one who has to change. Corey needs to shut up. Um, I think I will also go State of the Unions. Um, yeah, just for reasons. Yeah, that's fine. I didn't want to vote for either of these. <laughs> Fair. Well, you technically don't have to. I'm I'm glad. All right. And then the final... I, I keep forgetting. Okay. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting, too. And then the final... Um, the fourth seed, getting hitched, versus the fifth seed, Ain't College Great. I'm going to pick Ain't College Great, if I may, because I don't remember what getting hitched is about. Okay, I'll take getting hitched because I remember what it's about. Okay, you're one step ahead of me. 
All right. So let me do is co ain't college great. Uh, or I mean, getting hitched. I was about to say, no, you don't, sir. Um, you know, I think getting hitched is kind of forgettable. Um, but I think that's a strength, not a weakness. Um, because it is the it is the come down between um Chet dying and uh, nobody's angel showing up, the thing the whole show has been building up to. Um we have <laughs> Jack <laughs> all goes downhill after that. Um, mm -hmm. we have Jack and, uh, Sean really get to just to have it out in the trailer. Um, and I really like that scene. Um, I really like Sean's slow descent, um, into grief with Jack. Um, still do not understand why Corey is not just with Sean this whole episode. Um, but Corey and Topanga get scared because of the dating game. Um, which, I, I mean, the scenes where they live together are cute. So I don't hate them. Okay. And now your turn. I will now talk to you about why Ain't College Great is great. And here's what I will say. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, that part was great with the quantum physics professor. Um, also, there's a pudding trunk. <laughs> My pudding trunk. Um, which is really fun. It's where we kind of get the start of... Uh, Sean and Angela breaking up, which is a bummer, but it's kind of what carries us throughout the whole season. Um, don't we? Mm -hmm. No, I don't, maybe we don't. I think we do. I think this is where they're at the orientation. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, because he wants to meet new people. And then, mm -hmm. or is that the next episode? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think they're broken up in the next episode. And is it? Did she wait? So then she helped Corey even after. Like, cause she also helped sign up for classes too, right? I believe this is the third that? episode of the season. Oh, yeah. Well, it's hard to say. Who really knows? <laughs> but um, it's just it's fun overall. Just the we get the new set. It's kind of the newness of season six. It's kind of you know the possibilities are endless at this point. Is we're starting a bright new future. Mm -hmm. It ain't college great. Um, I turned off the thing for you because you had a question about it. So yeah, I figured. Um, man, I'm a sucker for the Sean and Jack stuff. I'm getting doing getting hitched. Uh, it also has uh, what's Eric's favorite fish, penguins, and I love that. I, I, I'm going getting hitched. Um, I will give one sympathy vote for the puddin' trunk compact. I do like the puddin' trunk. Now we might always remember that always you gets me to college. That always gets me a craving for pudding. And then I go to the store and buy pudding. But pudding prices went up, and I'm very upset about it. Ooh. Man, what hasn't gone up these days? Like, if they were three for three, and now they're like three for four, maybe? Ugh. That's just it's wrong. It's really upsetting. What is the best pudding flavor? Uh, Banana cream. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, like I'm talking about, like, packaged pudding. Yeah. Because banana, banana pudding is the best. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. I have banana pudding in my... my uh, downstairs, just in case I want to make some. Because, like, when I think of like package pudding, I think of like vanilla, tapioca, chocolate, and butterscotch. Actually, just uh, a chocolate guy. I love chocolate. Uh, everything. Like, but when it comes to pudding, I like to mix the chocolate and the banana. That's mm. fun. I just don't like the fake banana flavor of a banana pudding. If I make banana pudding, I love banana pudding. It's a very yeah. important part of my family history. Real banana pudding doesn't uh, have banana flavor. I know. I, know, I use banana. vanilla pudding. I use vanilla pudding. Yeah, everyone does. In my banana pudding, and real bananas. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't. I use banana pudding because it's great. It's great. And then I, I also use that to make a pie. I use my banana pudding and then I add some whipped cream to make a pie. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, that's classic. Um, of great. like the regular packaged flavors, butterscotch. But of mm-hmm. like pudding in general, like banana pudding is one of the best like desserts, period. Well, we I think we we got the topics for uh for when you guys come on Not A Real Pork. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I'm going to have to bring samples of all of them. So that all I the pudding. Know. Try it on air. Yeah. Yeah. I think like like doctored pudding and like packaged pudding are very different. Uh-huh. But anyway, let's not even try to. Talk I about love pudding. Pudding, pudding cups pudding. are so good though. Pudding cups are just so convenient and they're there, yeah. but they're just you so small. Like I wish they were just double. Like give me a pudding cup at least double the size or just a giant pudding cup. Can you just give me a tub of pudding? <laughs> pudding Thank tub. You. Like put it all in one. I don't need four. All right, that it was a preview of Mike's show, not a real court. <laughs> exactly, or a All preview right. of debatable. If you decide to go back to listen to that, uh, getting hit. That was good timing. All right, the timer's away. It's We're gone. through the first round. We did it. We don't have to fear the timer any longer. Um, now, um, I actually my list here is now um, is now not true anymore. So I need to bring up the one that Cameron's making. Yeah, it's the same list. That's well, true, but I didn't move things along on my. But I'm oh. moving it along. No, no, I was using I the my hand, I was using my handwritten one this whole oh, time. I see, Got I it. Because <laughs> it was there. Join us, Chance, in the 21st century. <laughs> okay, so now we have um, Santa's Little Helper versus Hogs and Kisses. Um, wow, a very interesting one. Okay. Uh- um, I still like underpants. Like that's that's that that's what gets it for me. Yeah, this is kind of like our classic catch twenty two of funny versus heartfelt. Like, yeah, um, Corey is at a, like his most neurotic here, but it's it's done probably the best his most neurotic gets. Uh-huh. Um, he's he's very he's very funny here. He, um, I mean. The whole crying with the bodybuilder thing after telling him to shut up uh-huh. is all—it's—it's it's a great payoff. Don't love the homophobia that comes up right after, uh, but we'll just glance Fred. right over that. Um, yeah, it's not good. Okay, uh, I'm—I'm I'm gonna put my my vote on hogs and. Okay, you want to tell us why or why? Uh, outside of underpants. Um... I don't know. I just think Corey had some. While being annoying or to to the characters, he wasn't annoying to the viewer. Um, and I thought that he had some. He had some great moments. And this, you know, Santa's little helper is just too sad for me. Um, yeah. I I know it bring. I mean, it brings in Tommy, but Tommy's whole storyline to me is sad. So <laughs> I'm just. I'm going. I'm going with happy. Yeah, Cameron, you have said very little. I I know. I was listening. I think I'm going to go. With Santa's little helpers, just because I do like the heartfelt. You know, sometimes you just want to feel something. So you, like a man, you turn on Boy Meets World just to feel something. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I pointed out the homophobia, which is it's very instantaneous, but it's definitely there in uh, in Hongs and Kisses. Um, it's interesting to me now that I think about it, and you guys have voted for one for each. I kind of feel like I'm stuck between like homophobia and white savior complex. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um in, a, in in an interesting way um i think eric's character is very funny in this episode um i love 
the stealing presence bit and when Eric's like, oh, what does Santa have for you? He's got uh, this bag. <laughs> um, I think it's very funny. Um, I also love the agency Angela gets to show um, when dealing with Corey in Hogs and Kisses. Um, so I think both of these are good. It's actually surprisingly harder than I thought. Um, That's why I didn't go second. Yeah. It's, it's surprisingly harder than I thought. I think at the end of the day, Hogs and Kisses is a silly good episode um, that I might, I, I would probably show Hogs and Kisses to someone who's like only vaguely familiar with the show. Um, but like a fan of the show, I'd probably show them Santa's Little Helper. Um, so I think for that reason, I'm going to go with Santa's Little Helper. No matter uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. That was harder than I thought. I apparently like the episode Hogs and Kisses. I just think it's got, some, I, again, it's got some great lines. Is uh, In that line is Topanga and Underpants. Yep, Topanga and, and Underpants just, are iconic. I'm, I'm upset that now I'm not going to be able to say Underpants for the rest of the day. <laughs> say it a few times. You know, give, us a couple of, give us a couple of runs oh. at it. That was that was a close second to my. So I, I had to come up with a boy meets world. I've been trying to think of a boy meets world tattoo for probably the last two years. Finally figured it out, but that was a close second. Was trying to get something with underpants in it. Uh, it, it ended up being. So I'm gonna get a traditional style tattoo, uh, but it's gonna be the. Um, they want you to take the roles. Oh yeah. So it's so a good one. Get that on on me next to my how I met your mother tattoo. Okay. They want you to take the roles. They want you, yeah. Oh, I love that scene. That scene is great. That's probably my second favorite. Third is Underpan. I, mm, I kind of feel like I would choose a tattoo from On the Air. It's not my favorite episode of Boy Meets World, but I love that. I tattoo. tried to make it fit. It couldn't. I couldn't think of one. <laughs> yeah, if it isn't, it should be. Yeah, you guys <laughs> got me with that. But no one would get it. A forearm tattoo of right. Jasmine Fontana. Yeah, just that's all it said. Right. I, I thought about it. You guys got me like more into that episode than I than prior. Like your inside jokes have become my own inside jokes with myself. Oh, so <laughs> what more of an inside joke can there be? Right. Something so that's I, funny to you. Like I say it to myself and I laugh. <laughs> no one else understands what the hell's going on. <laughs> like if it's not, it should be. <laughs> it should be. Yeah, I want to watch that episode. It's did a good you, episode. Did you hear our plan for for the final season? No. Um, in the last episode, we talked about it. How we're going to binge? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're yeah. gonna binge the whole show over three three ish weekends. Man, that's I'm already fun. not looking forward to it. That sounds fun. <laughs> I'm looking for. Like, it does, but also if you got the scene. time carved out and you got the plan and everything's good and nothing like every everybody's in good health. That sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's true. We'll I also have, just really love Boy Meets We'll have Heath Card. Uh, we'll have Heath Bar Crunch ice cream. Nice. All right. You're, you're, you're going to have to. I know it's not, not time loop day, but you're going to have to also do uh, burrito, uh, breakfast burritos. I'll do it. I had a breakfast burrito for Fine, lunch. fine. You've convinced <laughs> me I'll have a breakfast burrito. I do love them. I love them. All right. Um, now we're going to do cutting the cord. Um, versus the psychotic episode. Um, I would have liked to have seen Cutting the Cord up against Hogs and Kisses, because I think that would be interesting. Um, I know I talked about this one last time. Could someone remind me what happens in Cutting the Cord? <laughs> I was going to say the same thing, and I read it. 
but but the but the second that that I look at it, I'm gonna know right away. That was the and war. Like, oh, yeah, oh yes, war. So war. this is easy. This is easy. It's psychotic. It's psychotic episode. It's it, I'm that has more good moments overall, making a good episode rather than individual small moments making just individual small moments in an episode. Yeah, I think. I am also going to vote for the psychotic one, but I would like to eulogize cutting the cord after Cameron votes. Yes, yeah, the psychotic episode. I couldn't even um, remember what cutting the cord was about. Twice. <laughs> I love Corey and Sean in this episode. They're so funny. Like, I love the uh, restraining order that Angela and Corey give to um, Corey and Topanga, or Angela and Sean give to Corey and Topanga. I love that. I love that. The whole date is so hilarious, um, and I don't is is I don't remember what this isn't the midterm. I don't remember what's going on with Eric and them, but who can say? Maybe you're pre- no in cutting the cord. Oh, cutting I'm the eulogizing cord. it. Um, oh, uh, I, I, I looked see, it up. I only see the main. Is there more? Do you like the Jack? Oh, I I think it is the episode. It's the uh, episode. Alan has midlife crisis. Alan's midlife crisis. Yeah, that's it's Alan's midlife good. crisis. Everything in this episode is good. Corey and Sean on the date are hilarious, and the song at the end is really funny. Where Topanga's into it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I will say Topanga not being into it is a super big bummer. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, it's the psychotic episode. Um. Who is now upset two uh previous in the sean division so the with be true i like to think that it graded it over some pasta (laughs) now with cutting the cord i think it's filled its pants with lava (laughs) okay so we will see what happens with santa's little helpers it might mary poppins it i don't know all right over to the theme you see Corey just mary poppinsing santa (laughs) or like eric dresses santa See, what's your How I Met Your Mother tattoo? Is it a yellow umbrella? Oh, yeah, yeah, so it's... Let me see if I can get it in the fucking uh, thing here. You can't see it if you're audio. It's... I'll set a picture, because I can't well, do Well, you, you should just, for your Boy Meets World, just next to it say, I Mary poppins to you. <laughs> <laughs> and you just tie them all together. I'll, do, I'll set it to you, Cameron, uh, and then you'll have to just share it. There you all go. right, now we have... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A fairly... Andersville baby doll. Yeah. We have a uh, a fairly standard uh, one seed versus a two seed. Um, we'll have a good time then versus everybody loves Stuart, which I think I feel like it's a pretty tough one. Yeah, I I've got to go with I've got to go with everybody loves Stuart. Mm. I really feel guilty voting for it. I don't like voting for I don't like voting for Fred Savage. We're voting I, for the episode, not him. Yeah, I know, but it's it's just it's so weird that that's the episode what it's about because that's why. Yeah, it, it really is. He was it really. It's just so. Life. Yes, it's just like my guy. Didn't you learn from the, <laughs> the episode you were on not to do that? Did, did you not realize you weren't a hero in that episode of right? You, you know you're the bad guy, right? Oh, yeah. This one, this one is tough. Um. It's we'll have a good time then. We'll, that was the, no, yeah, that was too sad. I'm not. Yeah. I, I, I. It hits too close to home in some ways, so I, mm-hmm. I can't do it. See, it hits very close to home for me too, but in ways that I like because I find the home that I have is misrepresented so often that I right. think they do a good job. But um, 
Whew. That being said, I don't know, Cameron. Um, I think I'm not going to make it any easier for you, Chance, because I was leaning more towards we'll have a good time then. Okay, so I think that's what. Give I'm me an argument. Do. Tell me why. Um, Am I? Yeah. It is only a heart. It's nothing but a heartache <laughs> and a mistake. Um, heart attack. I mean, I just I feel like top to bottom, it's just a. I mean, they're both really good episodes. Yeah, that's the problem. This is our hardest matchup that we've had um, so far. But I, I don't, I don't know. I just, I, I mean, if I was gonna watch an episode of Boy Meets World, I probably wouldn't pick either of these. It, if it, so everybody loves Stuart. You get like the the courtroom drama. Uh-huh. And it, if I've I've been watching a lot of Night Court lately, so oh. I'm I'm all about it. And so that's, do I want a basically an episode of Night drama. Court? What is that? Do I want a courtroom drama or do I oh, want yeah. a medical drama? Or a medical drama. Uh, definitely court. <laughs> All right. Here's where I'm sitting with these. I hate Chet so much, and I'm glad he's dead. I really... <laughs> yeah. Here's where I'm leaning with these two. Um, I think they're both great, well-put-together episodes. Um, I think they both have some really high highs. Um, I really like uh, Sean and his dad at the pool table. I think it's really good. Um I really like where um, I really like Chet's present to um, Jack that Rachel picked out. Um, I know Chet didn't do that, but you got to take what you can get with Chet. Uh-huh. Um, he take the credit for it either way. I really like how realistic it is, um, I, I, and that they don't gloss over. Well, but they kind of do at the end too. Um, through most of the episode, they don't gloss over what Sean should be feeling because it's complicated. At the end, I feel like they do kind of get into a, a tricky area of like, no, no, just forgive your father. He deserves it. When that's not where I would like to see this end. <laughs> um, but that being said, um, I think it's a really good episode. I think Everybody Loves Stuart is kind of a perfect like cautionary tale episode. Like the the, the perfection of that formula um, I think Stuart is charming and it's believable. Um, and the end where they're all like, oh, we're not kids anymore. Um, I think kind of comes out of left field. Um, the whole Feeney not being able to protect them thing. And Feeney does take a, it seem he does take a step back in their lives. Well, but does he like, he definitely he only, does, especially only, going into season seven, not, not to spoil anybody hasn't watched it. Well, sure. I, I, and I get that, but like, it's it's a strange it's a strange turn in the episode because Feeney has barely been in the episode and suddenly in the courts are like you can't protect them anymore <laughs> that kind of becomes what the episode's about in an odd way but up, up until that point um it's fairly perfectly put together um yeah, I feel like I think the thing that I that I think edges out everybody loves Stuart that kind of like puts we'll have a good time then on top of it for me is the way that it's like, it completely removes Topanga from the equation in a way where she's like the victim or she's like, he's been in her room trying to do those things. And then, but then it, it like shifts and it's all about Corey. Yeah. And that is kind of a bummer, which I mean, Corey did punch him, but yeah. And he got, he got the, re- yeah, it wasn't about, you're right. He wasn't, on trial for the sex is all about the punch. And then it became about Corey and sympathy for Corey because now Corey's in. Yeah, it would have been it would have been very interesting if it had been more about 
Topanga side and all that. Um, yeah. It's also complicated because like Stuart was an authority figure in her life. Um, that's difficult, especially for someone like Topanga, who's like kind of authority figures are their whole thing. <laughs> Um, but it didn't really focus on that either. It's, that's just kind of an excuse I'm making for it. Um, so you are officially voting for we'll have a good time then? Yes, officially. Um, this one is really hard because I think they both have weird endings um, and really good execution. Um, Eric is funny in both. I think I got to go with Everybody Loves Stuart. Just the more I think about it, if I'm going to watch one of them right now, I, I'm going to watch Everybody Loves Stuart. Yeah, that's fair. I feel I'm, like it's also more iconic, and I think we need to take iconic into consideration. We'll have a good time then. I'm not throwing on if it's on in the rotation, but I I don't go. I, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't either of these. But... I I I would I would I like I, I like to watch Ben and Fred interact. Yeah, their their scenes are pretty good. I wish that Ben would go on Podmeet so bad. I, but he I won't have, because he's trying to be a politician. I have a feeling by the end, when he realizes how popular it is, he will. Yeah, we've got a we've got a while, and he if his political career doesn't work out, I'm sure he'll show up. Yeah, and it's it's shame to hear that he was originally you know in the group to start something, and then when it was the podcast, he, he was out. Hmm. That's that stinks because he out of the four, I would have thought he's my favorite, but now I think uh, Will's my. Uh, <laughs> cool, yeah, I don't know anything about Ben Savage at this point. Yeah, well, and Ben is also seems to be the most old world of the of the four, right? So he probably doesn't understand what these newfangled podcasts he are. The old media, like newspapers. I yeah. just want a Ben Savage political shirt. Like I want to get one of his. <laughs> I want to get one of his shirts. Like I, I, I gotta find a way that he, when he runs for Senate or Congress or whatever he's running for, I gotta, <laughs> I, get, I gotta. I him. unfortunately, if I've got to donate, I'm gonna have to donate. I'll figure out a way, but I've got to get a shirt. Yeah, I mean, it would probably be a political contribution, but yeah, I, I get it. But and it's probably gonna be. I'm pretty sure he's not where I'm affiliated. But I'll find a way. I've, I just, I gotta get it. I, yeah, yeah. You're giving to Ben, not, not you're right. I just, <laughs> all right, Cameron, play your sound. I had it queued up, and then my phone turned off. Here uh, we go. Everybody loves Stewart. Everybody loves Stewart. And now oh, here we yeah. are. That was hard. Hitched and state of the unions, which is hard in a different way because where the last two are like really good, these are both kind of like really mid. Yeah. So which one is peak hitched. mid? I'll go first hitched. this time um, because I, I don't Mike really have. Did. Oh, I did. I'm sorry. Oh, what did you say? I just say getting just... hitched. Oh well, I'm going to tie it up because I was going to say um, no. I really, I really like um, where State of the Union's ends. Um, I think its ending is really, really quite good um, with like a new state for all of the unions except. Um, Alan and Amy, and it's all kind of done through their eyes. The end yeah. um, of Alan and Amy, like observe, observing all these couples, um, and I just I, I think that's a, a good visual storytelling. Mm. Um, so getting hitched. That's where we have Sean and Jack fighting in the apartment in the trailer. Uh, yes, in the trailer. Yeah, which is like an apartment on wheels. Yeah, if you will. It, it is. It... 
I there's so many problems with their trailer. So many. It doesn't make sense. It really is a magic trailer. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. No. Is it an RV? Is it a trailer? If it's that big, how is it moving around? When you step on the outside, there's no there was no front. I don't understand what's but, happening. And an entire an entire part of it disappears, disappears right. and is covered up perfectly. Yeah. Um yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> yeah, so getting hitched is that, and then the newlywed Corey game. is wanting to, according to Pang, decide to live yeah. together and silk sheets. And Eric decides he's going to take it to the next level with Rachel and then walks in on her and Jack kissing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which so is, so it's like the opposite of, they're like opposite of each other, right? Are they? Like, yeah, kind like, of. Yeah. Yeah, it's the... Because, <laughs> um, I mean, Jack and, and Rachel... Uh, yeah, it's Jack and Rachel start in this episode. Corey and Topanga are trying to get move in together, but then by the end, they're is she like questioning up. everything because of her parents. Gosh, this is a hard one. Do I prefer beginnings or endings? Uh, beginnings for sure. <laughs> and here I am. I just like the middle. <laughs> it's rough. Um, you get half a point to eat. Why do you? Yes, I've done, I think we've done that before. The problem is we can't. I don't remember how that worked out. Yeah, I know. The other thing is, I don't feel like either of these is going to beat Everybody Loves Stuart. <laughs> you never know. So it doesn't I, matter. I guess it doesn't really matter. I think when I think of the two episodes, um, I think I just like State of the Unions a bit more. Sure. And I'm not going to enumerate on that. I'm not going to elaborate. Okay. <laughs> I so just kind of enjoy it more. Okay. That's it. All right. State of the Unions. State of the Unions. You've made it further than I ever thought you would. You may not be the best around, but you're the best this round. All right. Do we have anything before we go into the final four? I don't know what we possibly no. could have. Is there bread involved? Is there... Um, I I had something to say about bread. Well, then we've only got one thing to do, Cameron. No. Sleep. 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 No. No. Sleep. Sleep. To Bobka. Yes. Uh, favorite podcast within a podcast where we talk all about bread. Mike. Uh, so bread. one thing that I don't think I had until I moved here to Ohio, and I'm sure they have it other places, but it, uh, so it's like, it's called a pepper, uh, pepperoni roll. Ooh. So it's, it's a piece of pepperoni baked inside a roll and you just eat it. Does that and it's no, it that's all it is. Just pepperoni and it's actually roll? really good. <laughs> like uh so the one the one that I usually get it's like a sweet bread and mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you what kind it is, but it's sweet and it with the spice and and the salt of the pepperoni, it's perfect. And like I use it when I need like uh when I go somewhere where I need to eat something that I can kind of leave out somewhat. Um like when I go to play airsoft, it's a good like midday snack. Uh, and it'll it'll keep you filled. Mm. It's really it's really good. good. If so, if you f- can find a uh, pep like a pepper, you can even make it yourself. But if you can find a pepperoni roll again, I don't know if they make them outside of Ohio because I've never seen them. But I don't leave Ohio often, so but they're really good. Uh, well, I hi, saw one today. Man. I wanted to try. Ooh. It's like a, it looked like it was more of a, a less of a sweet roll and more of like a. a had like um seeds on it and i can't think of the what they're called like in um, everything or sesame like, no like um uh i think it starts with a c care seed. Mm, it's a c it's some sort of seed it, it's the same thing i think it's 
I've put it on beef on Weck before. Uh, Weck rolls are really good, really salty. Car- caraway? Caraway seed. That, that sounds like a seed. Yeah. 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 I guess those, those, the... those go on, you put that and some salt on, you got a, you got a beef on Weck. The pepperoni roll got its origins in West Virginia. Huh, that makes and sense. The they're coal miners. They're right there. Like oh, we touch each other. Yeah, it's a coal miner lunch. So ironically, that... I wanted to talk about a very specific type of pizza crust. So we're right, we're right there. Um, okay. There is a place where my wife and I go to play trivia um, on Thursday nights occasionally, and my favorite thing there. My favorite thing there is called a pepperoni roll, hmm. um, but it is very different. It is a like a tube of pizza crust stuffed hmm. with cheese and pepperoni. And man, I had those this last week. Well, it may have been two weeks ago now, but it's fine. And then I had a calzone this last week um, because my wife's family loves Johnny Carino's. I love just like pizza crust with cheese and meat stuffed in it. Dipped in ranch yeah. marinara. It's so freaking good. Blue cheese, but not ranch. Oh, oh, we've been blue, over blue this. Blue cheese is, is the is the proper way to eat it. That's the most buffalo thing fun. you've ever said, and it needs to stay there. <laughs> it's it's the <laughs> right thing. Uh, everywhere else is wrong. Blue cheese is the the only thing you should dip wings and beef. That well, is what they tell the crazy people. That is the. When they, when I the, today I had a um I had a, a frozen pizza. It was goat cheese uh on it and like tomatoes and spinach. But I I dipped that in blue cheese. Oh, interesting. I'm happy for you. Yeah. I'm glad you could enjoy that. Yeah, it was good. I'm gonna have some more after this. <laughs> While we're on the pizza topic, I was thinking something as well. This is we're not sponsored by them, but we went to Papa John's yesterday. Um, you know, because right. I'm a big fan of Shaq and his work. <laughs> Okay. Um, but they have these things called Papa Bites. And so we ended up getting some. And it was like, a, this one was a dessert pizza that we got. And it was basically like smushed up Oreos and cream cheese rolled in pizza crust. Hmm. Um, I like that. It was idea. so good. It sounds amazing. I don't like the name. I don't think I'd be like, yeah, give me some Papa Bites. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do it, man. Give me those Papa Bites. Oh. But it was yeah. really good. Basically, things with pizza stuff. It's good. Uh-huh. Things rolled up in bread. I'm Can't gonna. Go this isn't bread because this is gonna be gluten free. But I'm gonna make. Uh, ma- I'm gonna learn to make coconut macaroon. Ooh. Uh, nice. I don't bake often. Um, but my uh, I my girlfriend likes them and she's gluten free, so I'm gonna make gluten free ones. So I'm pretty excited about that. I love a good macaroon. Good luck to you. Thanks. I, love I I'm a very I'm a good cook. I'm a bad baker. That's me too. Yeah, it's, Cameron, I'm, it's, I'm Lord, gonna give it a I'm working on it. Cameron's Cameron's working on the on the triple threat. I don't know what the third threat is. Good looking. <laughs> Good looking, you said. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I agree. All right, I think that's all for the Eastie Boys. Yes. So till next time. No. No. Sleep. Sleep. Till Bobcat. No. No. Sleep. Sleep. I got excited, Cameron. What? I got excited. That's fine. Be excited. You ruined it. Yeasty Boys is a celebration of life (laughs) and bread. It's going to be sad. Here we are. If you eventually get Bobka. Final four. I've turned down Bobka twice for that this podcast. You're going to have to eat at the the last episode. (laughs) That's how you got to end the Yeasty Boys. 
Here's some with, with on the, the series finale with the babka. Yeah, the final tournament. With... Yeah, we don't really want to talk about a clip show, so we're going to eat some babka instead. You're gonna do a bread tournament. Ooh, a bread tournament. That's a that yeah. I'm I feel like we've done that before on debatable. Mm. That's that's the kind of stuff you can find at T13 Media. Good quality content. I have to make a focaccia before the end of this podcast. It looks so good and it looks so easy, but then it's like prove it for 24 hours. I'm like, who's got the time? (laughs) You don't have to actively do anything with it, Chance. But but just sits there. Like often, like I'm like I've got time to do laundry, and then three days later I've got wet clothes still in the washer. (laughs) Yeah, I gotta go. You probably no laundry after this. It's so busy. We're glad we could remind you. Well, yeah. we're not in the Yeasty Boys anymore, so we need to move on. That's true. Final uh, four, baby. Here we are. So first up, Santa's Little Helpers versus the Psychotic episode. Very different episodes. Uh-huh, extremely different. Did you move on in the thing? I have my answer, and it's not even close. Oh. It's it's the Psychotic episode. Okay. And this is this is also for Vengeance. Uh, for the other episode, very similar. Uh, and then there was Sean. So I'm going with the scary episode. <laughs> Is this episode scary? Scary. Enough. I mean, he's killing people. He's throwing people down shafts. It's it's scary enough. It's a bit eerie. Okay. Eerie, you see, you eerie witness Indiana. a strangulation. Um, I mean, I get that. I mean, you know, we teased it earlier. And if you're in this far in the podcast, and then there was Sean is going to have its second shot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, dear. Well, I'm going to give Chance a hard decision, and I'm going to vote for Santa's Little Helpers because I just think it's delightful. And now Chance has to decide. It's not on me anymore. <laughs> I wash my hands of this decision. You know, it's interesting because both of these episodes surprised me. Um, I was expecting nothing when I watched Santa's Little Helpers. Like, nothing. Um, and what I got was heartfelt and funny and um, surprisingly complex um, I actually was kind of worried that like my fun memories of the psychotic episode would be like corrupted by the actual episode, um, which has happened several times on this show where I'm like, oh, this is just a funny little episode. And it's like rampant homophobia. Oh, well, <laughs> um, so I was I was pleasantly surprised by um, the psychotic episode. I thought it was funny. Um, I don't know that there is a bad to compare in these episodes, honestly, I think they are both very good. Um, yeah, I, I can't, I can't think of one thing that I would bring up like negative about either. Um, I will say that the psychotic episode, while I love the Eric bit, it is pretty inconsequential. Um, so I think that that plays into it um, just a little bit. Um, hmm, Santa's a little helper. The psychotic. It's weird for me. But I think I've got to go. I, I think I've got to ultimately go with the Christmas episode, even though I don't do Christmas. Santa's Little Helper it is. But it Ooh. is way closer than it should have been. I kind of wasn't expecting that. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. I'm just looking at both. They both don't have bad in them. Yeah. See, I don't even feel good about it, though. Like, mm. I think I made the choice I had you to. You shouldn't feel good about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I made the choice the I had choice. to. No, you didn't. You made the wrong choice. <laughs> um. Okay. Everybody loves Stewart and State of the Unions, and um, 
This one's kind of a bummer because I'm choosing everybody loves Stewart. I'm not. I'm going to State of the Unions because at this point I can't. I can't. I can't drag that episode anymore. I can't do it. I can't go to State of the. Unions. Oh wow. Well, Mike and I got it to this point, mm-hmm. and now he's 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 turned. I can't uh-huh. do it at this point. I got it as far as I I feel okay with Brie. <laughs> See, this is where, where we're gaming it though, because I'm like, if I like Santa's little helpers, do I choose? State of the Union, so that I know Santa's Little Helpers will probably win. It's a but good I don't know. season. That's season finale, right? State of the Union. Uh huh. It was a good season. Finale. Yeah, it's a good finale. It was a season finale season finale. Like, but it's not. A, yeah, it felt it like is not it. in any way a standout episode. I no. mean, what? The wedding, right? Yeah, it does have Feeney's wedding, which is sweet. I I love the whole wedding. Like I said when we talked about it and getting hitched, like the wedding is what got it here for me. The rest of the episode, meh. Right. Annette O'Toole is there. I do. I mean, I like Annette O'Toole a lot. I'm a Smallville guy. Oh. uh, I still have never seen an episode of Smallville. You know, at this point, you probably don't need to. But when it was on, the secret secret rivalry that most people don't know it had with Lost. I love Lost. See, that's why you've never seen Smallville. No, the reason I've never seen Smallville is the same reason I didn't watch um, Gotham. I don't care for the premise. I don't care about Superman not being Superman. I I like the premise of Smallville a lot more than Gotham, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I'm choosing Everybody Loves Stuart. Okay. Wow. If anybody cares. If anybody still cares. <laughs> I just think it's the stronger episode overall. Is Fred Savage a terrible person? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's not on trial here. He's a terrible person in the episode, so it works out. It's, this is going to yeah. be awkward. What's awkward? Because I don't care for Santa's Little Helpers that much. You guys, like, everybody else loves it way more than me. I get that. But I really don't like Fred Savage. It's an as awkward a person. Thing. As a person. That's the thing is I'm probably going to end up eventually watching The Wonder Years again because it's a good show. Yeah, but, but that's the thing, right? Like, this episode isn't asking you anything. Yeah. It's not asking you to sympathize with Fred Savage in sure. anything. It's like... He thinks he is. He's <laughs> <laughs> this episode is like, see, he's good at playing a scumbag because he is one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's natural. <laughs> you know, the funny thing about this is what I have heard, um, and this is mostly hearsay, but Fred Savage's reputation in Hollywood was pretty set by this point. So it is kind of funny that he goes on this show and plays mm-hmm. this character like it, yeah. where because it, it wasn't long after this that he was outed as a terrible person. And, like, apparently it was just, like, well-known, but something people didn't really talk about. Because it was, like, the, I mean, it was the 90s at that point. They, I mean, they, we weren't nearly as progressive as we are now. Um, and people got away with it all the time. Yeah. So I almost wonder if Fred Savage is, like, coming on the show being like, <laughs> I'm just going to play a character just like this because, you know... Did he write it? Did he, or did he? He directed it. He did not. I remember us. I remember talking about that in an earlier. I think it was actually it was um William Russ that directed it. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Then why did I think he did? I sw- I swear I remember seeing for some reason a still of him. Did he wear headphones at some point in this episode? I swear I saw him with headphones and a still. So huh? Maybe I'm making it up. It could be some behind the scenes stuff. Who knows? Um. Yeah. Gosh. Again, two episodes that surprised me. He apparently did direct an episode of Boy Meets World, but I just don't know which one. Oh, that might be why I'm thinking about it then. Because I swear he, he did. And I he always did. assumed it was that one. 
What episode of Boy Meets World did Fred Savage direct? Uh, no. Shut up, Google. No. You were wrong. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's Mandela effect. IMDb can tell us all these answers. Uh, yeah, yeah, I always see the. And Judge Lamb was on uh, um, Wonder Years too. He was. That's true. Yeah, it's a good cross. Good crossover. Surprised they couldn't get Winnie Coop. That would have been a weird interaction. He is credited. Wait, where did that go? One of those things where an ad made it jump. He's directed an episode of Boy Meets World, Drake and Josh, Ned's Declassified, That's So Raven, Hannah Montana, even Wizards. Wow, that seems really late. That sounds about right. I mean, he was a director. He was doing directing for a while. Man, we live in a time that... Oh, it doesn't say two episodes. I'm so annoyed by this. It doesn't matter. We hate that guy. (laughs) Right. Um, So here we are in the finals. The final matchup. Yeah. We've been talking about it for a while now. Santa's Little Helpers. And everybody loves Stuart. I feel like we were still just talking about everybody loves Stuart. Well, sure. Yeah. Um, this is difficult, but I've, I'm going to have to go with Santa's Little Helpers. Surprises. I've ne- I haven't put a vote against with it so far, but in the finals, it definitely deserves the Yeah, I'm voting for vote. it, too. I yeah. think it's just great. Oh, wow. I don't even have to vote. Um, man, I, it's like this a real election. Your vote is meaningless. I'll say, who would you have voted for? That's what we... So, oddly enough, I'm the one who killed it, but I kind of was kind of rooting for a psychotic episode to win this whole thing. Um, Me too. Um, but when I when it came down to it, I just I couldn't do it. Um, I probably would have voted for Everybody Loves Stuart. I think, you know, I think in the history of Boy Meets World Fever, we haven't uh, given iconic things their due status. Mm. Um, and I just think there's no more iconic episode this season than Everybody Loves Stuart. Um, it's kind of the the most iconic episode of this season versus the biggest sleeper hit of this season. Um, I don't like Fred Savage, not at all. <laughs> um, I, I guess chalk it up to there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. I mean, I don't really believe that. I like, well, I do and I don't. It's complicated, but <laughs> chalk it up to that being my excuse. Um, I don't like Fred Savage, but I don't like him in this episode either. So it's not as big a disconnect for me. Yeah. You get to yell at him. Yeah. You get to see him get punched. If this was like Fred Savage is falsely accused of being a sexual assaulter, if that was the episode, then no way. But um, I I would probably vote for Everybody Loves Stuart at this point. I I honestly can't think. Like, if you ask somebody, like, name an episode from Boy Meets World Season 6, I would bet money, if they're familiar with Boy Meets World at all, the first thing, the one where Corey punches his brother. Yeah, there's either that or underpants. Yeah, probably. Underpants. Underpants. So, um, I am I am glad to be outvoted. However, I do think Everybody Loves Stewart is a great episode. Even if Fred's Yeah, it's a, it is definitely an iconic episode. You're right. But I'm going to play the song. All right. He gets it twice. Um, this episode is now in the bracket. Um, and it is going... I, I can't imagine it's not first seed <laughs> um, because it is the highest rated of our of all of our winners so far of all of our winners. Um, so I don't see what the winners were in the past because I don't remember anymore. I was trying to think today. I do not remember season one, uh, season one's winner, which weirds me out because you'd think it has to be either Boy Meets Girl or Corey's Alternative Friends. Oh, it's probably it's Corey's one of those Alternative two. Friends. It's got to be Corey. I think it's got to be Corey's Alternative Friends. It's it's one of the two. Um, second episode is um, Wake Up Little Corey, 
Second season is Wake Up Little Corey. Third season is Truth difficult. Truth and Consequences. Oh, yeah. Truth and Consequences. Right. The Janitor Bud episode. I forgot. Where they uh, uh, yeah, keep, yeah, keep yeah. on Bud. Um, season four is B&B's B&B. Season five is uh, Lauren's Introduction. Heartbreak Corey. Heartbreak Corey. Uh, now season six is Anna's Little Helper. Um, and then we have uh, – we'll have uh, – and then there was Sean in the tournament as well. Um, and then whatever, whatever wins season seven. Who can say at this point? Um, I certainly. Like, yeah. Did you did you guess that it would be? And then there was Sean. Yeah, yeah. When you started, when you said iconic, and then I started. I was like, ah, oh, right, because I was I was pretty upset about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was definitely the. It's definitely the people's choice. And Sarah Ferguson did her darndest to get it out. She did. Yeah. It's um, a great episode, um, and th- there's a new scream coming out, so it all works out. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, just because it is a fan choice and not on, I think, I think it's got a shot at the tournament for sure. I think all of these episodes, minus a couple, <laughs> have a shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this will, I think, this tournament will be hard. Um, and who knows? Season seven may have a really iconic episode that just puts it up there. Probably the garage sale episode. Oh my gosh, Cameron! My money's on the garage sale episode taking them all out. Cameron, no, that is the, the best that... episode. Nobody hits the best. Mike, you want to be on that one? Maybe you like it better than us. Maybe the garage sale episode. The garage sale episode is the episode that would. Which we... which number is that? Because... Oh, I don't remember. It's oh, pretty far it back. Because... It's all about Corey and Eric being mean to each other. Well, I'm trying to see if it. I'm trying to see if that lines up with the sequence I've somehow accidentally been brought into of episodes that I come. Oh. Um, because I was on Boy Meets, Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World for seven the hard way. Um, and then I did, when I did Shit 90 Show, I was on two after that, I believe. Of I believe that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, because that was, um, that was um, the, the party episode. Yeah, what episode is that? What Where does 19? that land? Yes, that sounds. I think that does fit in. I'll, I'll let you know. That's hilarious. Um, so when Cameron and I were talking about doing this very podcast, both of us were like, "Oh no, I don't want to do the episode where Corey and Eric have a garage sale." Yeah. So yes. So so it's episode nineteen. So yes, that would work out because. That means I've done 16, 17, 18, and then I would have do 19 on three different Boy Meets World podcasts by almost complete accident. Um, and th- yeah. There we go. And that follows the... Because the, the, the worst episode... I'll already tell you now. The worst episode of the series is is uh, episode 17 of season 7. That's hands down the worst. Really? I'm excited. And I've covered that My baby back ribs? Yes. That's the worst. They should not have wrote that episode. They should not have done anything with that episode. It should have been scrapped. I am man. There's not a lot this season. I am looking forward to. Dude, there's like there's some good moments in seven that I think that I think uh, Tanya and Alden said that they were. If I remember, they were surprised by season seven and maybe shit nineties too. But I feel like seven is a sleeper season. Okay, guess we'll see. It, but it's still it's a sleeper season. Is it's better than six? Six is the worst season. Period. You can't beat five. So five is the best season. I'm gonna Man, say it now. So far, I kind of think three is my, or two really is my, three. Two, two is two, I don't two? know. I no two is pre Topanga. 
Well, no, they were. I don't know yeah. if I have a favorite anymore. <laughs> it's like, definitely five. Like on two, I I was kind of critical of two. I remember, but like ever since we left two, I've kind of been nostalgic for two. Like, man, two was I great. think three. I think out of those, out of one, two, and three, three is my favorite. Uh, one is probably right above last, so that's probably the sixth favorite. So least second least favorite. Because it's yeah. still finding its way, but it's still not season six. Season six was okay. Uh, I I've been uh, I used to be the person who's like I love it when they go to college. Mm. I am not really that way anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I was the same when I first rewatched it back. Yeah, it was. It's not. It's it, it has not been my favorite by far. In fact, of the se- if, if you gave me this season and season one to watch, I would I would pick. Just want to say thanks to Mike. We're coming on, Mike. Where can people find you? Um, what, what do you got going on? So you can find me on Twitter, where I just tweet at this podcast, uh, HiFi underscore Mike. You can find all the shows I'm on, which as of right now, two active shows: uh, Not a Real Court and Book It, a wrestling podcast, and soon to be another show that we are bringing back in the fold. That I'm I'm gonna restart. It's called Geek in the Sheets, so it's gonna be a general geek uh, nerd kind of uh, show where we're gonna do kind of you know bonus episodes stuff like that. Uh, and that's coming within the next few months. But you can find all that at t13media.com. It's the letter T, the number one three spelled out. Media.com. Um, and you can find everything you need to know there. Love it. Right. I was kind of hoping you were going to say you were bringing back debatable and then you'd have not a real court and debatable. No, fortunately we're not. We can't because ESPN took that name and it, we don't even show up in the search results. Anymore. Oh yeah. It's pretty How bad. Dare they? ESPN. Yeah. ESPN took our name and we, cause we Disney. did not trademark it. Yeah. Disney, Disney's ruining everything, man. Disney. I hate him. I hate um, Disney and all their properties. Yeah. But who do you, who do you think should have won this season? Um, I I am actually really hoping um, that throughout season six, people will be tweeting at us um, their favorite episode of the show mm-hmm. um, so we can read a bunch of them. Um, so I think at the end of pretty much every season six episode, I'm going to try to remind people like, hey, tweeted us what your favorite episode of the show is. You mean season seven? Yeah. No, of the show. No, because we're already done with season six. Oh, yes, at the end of season seven. Like, how can they teach <laughs> about those things? I mean, they can go back in time. I, I'm just saying... At the final tournament, I want to I want to read off a list of like what a whole bunch of people's favorite yeah. favorite episodes are. I got a bunch. Um, so yeah, start tweeting at us. Um, what your favorite episode of the show is? Who you think should have won season six? Um, and yeah, let's get a let's get a big list going. Um, you can follow Cameron uh, and his wonderful work on the Instagram at BG World Fever as well, or email us at bgworldfever at gmail dot com. Um, yeah. I think that's all I've got. And that's all I've got. Mike? That's all I've got. <laughs> so from all of us here at Boomin's World Fever, so long. So long, world. world.